Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey, reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today, we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 430. When, in the course of the week, I went to see my confessor, Father Sopochko, and revealed the condition of my soul to him, especially the fact that I was avoiding interior conversation with God, I was told that I, was, I must not shrink from interior conversation with God, but should listen intently to the words he speaks to me. I followed my confessor's advice, and at the first meeting with the Lord, I fell at Jesus' feet and with a grief-stricken heart apologized for everything. Then Jesus lifted me up from the ground and sat me beside him and let me put my head on his breast so that I could better understand and feel the desires of his most sweet heart. Then he spoke these words to me. My daughter, have fear of nothing. I am always with you. All your adversaries will harm you only to the degree that I permit them to do so. You are my dwelling place and my constant repose. For your sake, I will withhold the hand which punishes. For your sake, I bless the the earth. At that very moment, I felt some kind of fire in my heart. I felt my senses deadening and and have no idea of what is going on around me. I feel the Lord's gaze piercing me through and through. I am very much aware of his greatness and my misery. An extraordinary suffering pervades my soul, together with a joy I cannot compare to anything. I feel powerless in the embrace of God. I feel that I am in him and that I am dissolved in him like a drop of water in the ocean. I cannot express what takes place within me. After such interior prayer, I feel strength and power to practice the most difficult virtues. I feel dislike for all things that the world holds in esteem. With all my soul, I desire silence and solitude. May 1935. During a 40 hours devotion, I saw the face of the Lord Jesus in the sacred host, which was exposed in the monstrance. Jesus was looking with kindness at everyone. I often see the child Jesus during Holy Mass. He is extremely beautiful. He appears to be about one year old. Once, when I saw the same child during Mass in our chapel, I was seized with a violent desire and an irresistible longing to approach the altar and take the child Jesus. At that moment, The child Jesus was standing by me on the side of my kneeler, and he leaned with his two little hands against my shoulder, gracious and joyful. He looked deep and penetrating. But when the priest broke the host, Jesus was once again on the altar and was broken and consumed by the priest. After Holy Communion, I saw Jesus in the same way in my heart and felt him physically in my heart throughout the day, Unconsciously, a most profound recollection took possession of me, and I did not exchange a word with anyone. I avoided people as much as I could, always answering questions regarding my duties, 
But beyond that, not a word. June 9th, 1935, Pentecost. As I was walking in the garden in the evening, I heard these words, By your entreaties, you and your companions shall obtain mercy for yourselves and for the world. I understood that I would not remain in the congregation in which I am at the present time. I saw clearly that God's will regarding me was otherwise. But I kept making excuses before God, telling him that I was unable to carry out this task. Jesus, you know very well what I am, I said, and I started enumerating my weaknesses to the Lord, hiding behind them so that he would agree that I was unable to carry out his plans. Then I heard these words, Do not fear. I myself will make up for everything that is lacking in you. But these words penetrated me to my depths and made me even more aware of my misery, and I understood that the word of the Lord is living and that it penetrates to the very depths. I understood that God demands a more perfect way of life of me. However, I kept using my incompetence as an excuse. St. Faustina opens her heart to her confessor here, which is exactly what she should do. The evil one tempts us, and then he tries to get us to not mention it to our confessor. It helps to have an outside objective opinion, especially from a holy priest like her confessor, to get us back on the right track. Jesus reassures Faustina that she will not be harmed by her adversaries. He allows some things for a greater good. And Jesus holds back the hand of justice because of Faustina, and he blesses the world because of her. All of her prayers and her sacrifices have their effect. Saint Faustina then experienced some kind of a purifying fire, and she is strengthened to practice the difficult virtues. Let's always ask God for the strength that we need to carry out his will. He doesn't expect us to do anything without his help. If we try to rely on our own strength, we will tire and fail. St. Faustina speaks of her mystical experiences, seeing the face of Jesus and the host and seeing the child Jesus during Mass. And then on Pentecost, St. Faustina writes about a new community that she thought she was being called to join, to leave her own community and to join this new one. In fact, Jesus was purifying her. That new community, whose task was to spread devotion to the divine mercy, was founded by Father Sopochko after her death. Saint Faustina remained in her own religious community until she died. It is not always easy to understand God's will, even for the mystics and for founders of religious communities. We just need to be obedient and to patiently wait for God's will to unfold in our lives. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help other people throughout the world find St. Faustina's Diary in a Year. 
Remember, Jesus promised St. Faustina in diary number 1075, souls who spread the honor of divine mercy are protected by God like an infant by a gentle mother. Please help us spread the message of divine mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. Visit shopmercy.org to order your copy of Divine Mercy in My Soul, the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska. It's available in print in English, Spanish, and Polish, and in English as an e-book, available now on shopmercy.org. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org.